hello old schoolers. Welcome to another edition of the Old School Gamer. Today we're gonna exploring we'll be exploring a pink fluff ball that sucks a lot. And that fluff ball was named Kirby. The Kirby series is the brainchild of HAL and Nintendo with several other famous developers such as Capcom, Dimson, and Natsume having a some hand in some, having a hand in some of the games. And of course, Kirby himself is the brainchild of Masahiro Sakurai and Satoru Iwata, the former being the man behind Smash Brothers and the latter being the former CEO of Nintendo Japan. The majority of the Kirby series are of the action platforming series, with some games diving into other genres, which we'll cover in a little bit. So, Kirby, <clears throat> Kirby first came into existence in 1992 on the Game Boy with Kirby's Dreamland. King Dede Day ordered his minions to steal all the food of Dreamland and the sparkling stars, which produced food as well. When the other citizens of Dreamland were wondering what to do about it, Kirby himself volunteers to give back all the food and to kick King Dede Day's ass. Despite Kirby being pink, the North American box office for Kirby's Dreamland has him in white instead, which is probably an allusion to, of course, that the Game, the game Boy was exactly colorful. <laughs> Uh, this is actually the only game uh, in the series where Kirby doesn't actually have the copy ability that he's well known for. Um, instead, he's just allowed to suck up enemies and then spin them out as, as a star bullet sort of item. Uh, he can also, also puff himself up, which gives him the ability to fly, but his only attack while puffed up is to spit out the air in a puff, which will bring, back, bring him back to normal size. Uh, because of his inability to copy, there are some more temporary power-ups instead, like the super spicy curry, which gives him fire breath, and the mint leaf, which allows him to fire air puffs without losing the ability to fly. Kirby's first made his first console appearance in 1993 with Kirby's Adventure on the NES. This time, Kirby finds out that the pieces of the Star, War, Star Rod are broken. Kirby, thinking this was King Daddy's doing, goes to find out the piece of the Star Road and return into the Fountain of Dreams. Only things aren't as certainly as it seems. It turns out that Daddy Day stole the rod to break it and to keep a night to keep the nightmare from invading the Fountain of Dreams and spread it, and start spreading out bad dreams. So Kirby and Daddy Day team up to take down the nightmare. Now this is the first game where Kirby shows his uh, copy ability. Uh, so you basically, all you do is suck up an enemy and you press down, and then depending on the enemy, uh, you'll get either get an ability or you'll get nothing. Uh, Kirby also has the has the ability to run and do a sliding kick, which can be useful to set off some items such as bomb blocks. Uh, it's a much larger world this time. Um, the Game Boy game only had five levels, but the um, the NES game has 41 levels altogether spread out across several worlds. Um, each world has a couple levels, which also has um, some mini-games where you can get some 1-ups. And um, also what they call uh, the uh, the uh, museum, where you can go there and if you need a specific, um, if you need a specific uh, ability, uh, there's an enemy, there will be an enemy there you can swallow up and gain that ability. Uh... Kirby's Adventure also introduced an important character in the Kirby series, the Mennonite, a mysterious swordsman who appears to be a, the same species that Kirby is, but for some reason he's actually like a dark shade of blue, blue slash pink, uh, purplish, which I can't really tell, but and it appears that he also has a scar. If you ever 
if we ever beat uh, Meg, uh, Meta Knight in the NES game, um, you can see he has a little bit of a scar. Uh, it might be, might be, uh, might be too fast uh, to to catch up uh, when you first play him, but he does have a little bit of a scar. So, uh, and Kirby's Kirby's considered a very brave person, but he's Meta Knight's the only person that actually Kirby's actually definitely afraid of. Uh, Kirby's Adventure was actually was supposed to be an originally just a port of Kirby's uh, Dreamland, but because Sakurai felt that the NES players would have a better would have a better skill set to take on a bigger challenge, so he decided to make a new game, and it proved to be a very smart move because when um, this uh, this game received higher praise than Kirby's Dreamland. Uh, 2002 had a remake uh, called uh, on the Game Boy Advance called the Kirby's Nightmare in Dreamland. Uh, taking advantage of the uh, the Game Boy Advance's hardware, the game received some graphical updates, game to gameplay tweaks, and the actual ability to play the game as Meta Knight instead of Kirby. An actual sequel to Kirby's Dreamland came in 1995 on the Game Boy. This time, an evil force known as the Dark Matter possessed King Day Day to steal the Rainbow Bridges that connect the seven Rainbow Islands. Wait, that sounds familiar. <laughs> uh, so a new mechanic came where in the form of animal friends that Kirby can ride on, similar to the dinosaurs that can ride on in Adventure Island 2. Uh, there are three animal friends. Rick the hamster, who's fast and doesn't slip on ice. Koo the owl, who can fly easier in, in high winds. And Kind the fish, which lets Kirby uh, swim much easier. Uh... Abilities can also alter when they riding on these animal uh, on the animal friends. Like for example, if you uh, for if you're riding on Koo and you have the the, the shock ability, then he can start throwing light, uh, lightning bolts. Kirby's first 16-bit adventure came in the form of Kirby Superstar for the SNES in 1996. It was advertised as being eight games in one, which is mostly true. There's actually seven. Uh, there's seven short sub games. Uh, they play mostly like uh, they play most like the Kirby, mostly like other Kirby games of the past, and there's two mini games. Uh, in all the games, Kirby can now enlist helpers um, by 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 grabbing an enemy, and they can actually um, help you instead uh, help you. Uh, you can heal your helpers, can give them new abilities, and uh, in the case that your helper dies, you can swallow them to gain their ability. So like if you, Took a sword. If you took a swordman um, friend, uh, and he and the sword guy is about to die, then you can swallow him up, and you can and can gain his sword ability. Uh, everybody loved this game, and I actually loved this game too. So read, a lot of people consider this game one of the best of the Kirby series. Uh, a second NES game came in 1997 with Kirby's Dreamland 3. Uh, the Dark Matter from Part Two uh, once again shows up and the princess. Several citizens are dreaming, which including King Danny again. Uh, the three helpers from Dreamland 2 return with three new uh, f uh, friends to, f to join the fight. Naga the cat who can stomp on enemies and triple jump. Uh, Pitch the bird who can't fly as well as Koo can, but can copy has more copy ability varieties than other animal friends. And Choo Choo the octopus who can cling to ceilings and grab items with its tentacles. Uh, unfortunately, this game didn't do too well. Uh, a lot of people uh, criticized the game because it was just basically way too easy. 
Kirby made the jump to 3D in 2000 with Kirby 64 and the Crystal Shards for the Nintendo 64. It's still technically a 2T game, uh, but it does have 3D elements like um, uh, the, some of the enemies are drawn in 3D instead, and uh, a lot of the, the backgrounds make use of 3D abilities. Uh, uh, new to this game uh, is the ability to mix uh, abilities to call what they call co power combos. Uh, now you can combine abilities to make new ones. Uh, for example, you take the fire and needle, creating uh, fire arrows, and while the bomb and the cutter makes exploding shurikens. Uh, you can also um, grab two of the same items, co uh, combine two of the same items uh, to make them even much stronger. Like for the example. With the cutter ability, if you grab two cutter abilities, you grow a bigger, much bigger cutter, and also uh, it grows spikes too, making it much more powerful. Uh, a second GBA game came with Kirby and the Amazing Mirror in 2004. The game plays more like a Metroidvania game than your typical skyscraper that the series has been known for. An evil figure known as the Dark Mind came to the Mirror World, uh, which grants, which allows people to grant wishes when they look in the mirror. To grant his wishes, so Meta Knight went after the Dark Mind, and do, and in doing so, created a Dark Meta Knight, which attacked Kirby. But instead of killing him, it split him into four different Kirby's of different colors. So Kirby decides to go after the Dark Meta Knight and also to save Mirror World. Uh, I can't say I play this one, so I don't know much about much more about it. And. Later on, there's also uh, a line of spin-off games that came uh, as well. Of course, with a franchise pretty much as popular as uh, Kirby, uh, you, you can pretty much expect uh, some spin-off games, much like Mario had God knows how many spin-offs. Uh, the first being Kirby's Pinball Land in 1993 uh, for the Game Boy. Uh, it was made by the same guys who did Revenge of the Gator, uh, which is an early pinball game title. Uh... But it was basically pinball, but, but with a Kirby theme. It's much like how Sonic's pinball was. Uh, there was also a mini golf game called Kirby's Dream Course, which came out in 95. Uh, it's basically a mini golf game, but uh, the catch is, is that uh, you only have a certain amount of shots to make your to uh, get into the hole. But the problem is, is that there's enemies on the courts and you can't. The only time, the only way to make the hole appear is when uh, you kill the last, uh, you leave just one last enemy, and that last enemy will uh, will turn into the hole. So the so the challenge is not just uh, getting the getting the ball in the hole in less shots, but also making sure you have enough, at least enough uh, shots to actually get the ball into the hole. Uh, and that same year, uh, Kirby's Avalanche came out to the NES, which is basically uh, the puzzle game Puyo Puyo, but with a Kirby skin. So, uh, which also, which is funny because there's also another, uh, there was also another Puyo Puyo game on the second Genesis called Doctor Robotics Mean Bean Machine, and <laughs> I mean, it was just basically the same game, just that with a different skin, much like how. Uh, uh, strangely enough, actually, there was actually two spin-offs, uh, that came to the Game Boy pretty late, um, 
well, pretty late for the time. 1995 saw the release of Kirby's Black Ball, and 97 had Kirby Star Stacker. Uh, the former being a semi-clone to uh, Breakout, and the, latter, and the latter being a puzzle game similar to Tetris slash Dr. Mario. And the last uh, one that I know of uh, that I actually played was uh, in 2000 with the release of Kirby's Tilt and Tumble for the Game Boy Color, which had a special accelerometer built into the game pack, so Kirby can be controlled by tilting the Game Boy Color whenever direction you want him to go. So... What I see in the series, I mean, the, uh, when I first, when, as I said, well, uh, game, uh, Kirby's game, uh, Dreamland was the first one I played, and it was fun. I mean, like, the, the Kirby wasn't your typical, uh, they had to look at your typical hero type. Uh, I remember one of the, uh, very back then, the enough commercials for, uh, when the commercial from Dream, uh, Dreamland came out, and uh, I remember it was like, uh, so they were comparing Kirby to the this like macho-looking Rambo kind of guy, and uh, you're saying like, oh, Kirby doesn't have guns, he doesn't have muscles, or or good looks, or whatever, but all he actually has is appetite, and then you see him, and you see him swallow up, and you see Kirby swallow up the uh, the, the, the Rambo look-alike. So it was a little bit different. At the time, and uh, I mean, it's a cute little—it's a cute little ball of uh, fluff ball. How, how do you expect this thing to be uh, like a badass killing machine? Uh, and it turns out he actually is, especially when you get to the uh, when you get to the uh, Kirby's Adventure for NES, and you really see how 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 much of a badass Kirby really really is, and. Uh, and of course, Kirby gets all the billing in the Smash Brothers series, like especially in the. Um, have you ever seen the uh, the movie for the intro to the World of Light thing for Smash Brothers Ultimate? And of course, who's the first? Who's the only guy who makes it out alive from uh, from that massive uh, attack? Kirby. I know, I know, because it's, uh, Kirby's considered Sakurai's baby. Uh, but I, I, I also, but I also kind of see why Sakurai did that because Kirby's pretty much like a an easy uh, a character that's easy to, that's easy to get into with the game, and um, and that was the intention for uh, with Kirby's uh, Dreamland that they wanted that Sakurai wanted like a play, uh, like a character that people can easily pick up and play. And frankly, I think he's actually more of a the average Joe than uh, Mario is in, in, in the um, in the Smash Brothers series. I know Mario's supposed to be like the um, the do it all guy, but nah. Actually, I, in terms of build, in terms of ability and playability, I actually prefer Kirby a lot more than Mario. So uh, I know there's a lot of later games which I've never really played. Uh, the one that the one that I kind of wanted to actually I take that back. There was one DS game I played. Um, oh shoot, I forgot what it was called. Uh, it came for the DS, but um, it's not like uh, uh, but the gimmick of course is that uh, you use uh, you have to use a uh, basically draw Kirby's path for you uh on the screen. Um, I I can't remember the name right now. Uh, 
I did kind of want to play Kirby's Epic Yarn, but um, I never, I don't, I didn't know anybody having it. I never had a Nintendo Wii at the time, so I can't say I played it. Uh, as for the future of Kirby, I mean, I can't say too much. Like I said, I don't. I ne I never really played past the, the Game Boy Advance games. Uh, again, except for um that one DS game. Uh. But as long as, uh, and Sakurai, Sakurai looks like he's more interested in Smash Brothers now than he is in with Kirby, but of course you never really know. Uh, but nobody can, uh, nobody can deny it. It's a pretty successful series, and, uh, I know there was a, there's a, it's, it's, it stopped running a long time ago, but there's a webcomic called Brawl in the Family, which is mostly, uh, it's mostly about Kirby, but then basically it's like uh basically turned into more like a Smash Brother kind of um comic than it was Kirby, but it did originally be um was a Kirby comic. Uh no it's not being worked anywhere. The the guy shut it down a while ago, but I know the archive is still up, so uh if you get a chance to look it up, it's actually it's actually kinda of fun. So uh alright, so that'll be it for now. Uh I don't, uh, yeah, I guess this is the pre-Christmas episode, uh, I don't know if I'll be able to do an episode for, for New Year's, so I don't, I don't know any plans yet, so, uh, I'll give you a heads up in case I don't get an episode ready for, for, for New Year's, but, uh, other than that, uh, again, my Facebook and, uh, Instagram pages to keep up, uh, with, um, keep up with the news there, and, uh, That'll be it for now. So, okay. So, anyway, um, thank you all for listening, and keep it old school.